Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, your premier podcast for straight to stream, straight to DVD, science fiction and science fiction adjacent movies, television shows, short films, distribute originals, whatever they want to call them. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony. And I am the other host, Chris. <laughs> I, almost, I almost said Chris. I'm just, I was trying to do your spiel <laughs> and I did it so well that I almost said the wrong name. Yeah. I almost yeah. forgot that I wasn't talking. Yeah. 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 How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. It's um it's one of those days in the middle of December where it actually kind of feels like December. Yeah. And what I mean by that is it's since we live in Texas, it's it was sunny all day, but then yeah. it was cold and then it just also happened to be windy. It was so I was kind of miserable when it I was, was in outside. the low forties. When I, I, yeah. I walk most mornings, I do it. I got a, a two mile walk I do, and it was in the low 40s. I was wearing sweats and a hoodie for sure. So, yeah, no, yeah, it, was, uh, it, was, it was a bit chilly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just, there was no snow, nothing like that. So no. it wasn't all bad. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, definitely no snow. Uh, I actually got asked, I got asked by a coworker if I usually buy snow tires for the winter. Or if I have some for my car. And I was like, no, I haven't seen snow in almost two years. Can we even buy snow tires? <laughs> uh, you can probably you can import anything you want. And by import, I mean buy it from another state. Yeah. What about Amazon? Uh, Amazon yeah. got me? He's, snow tires? he's in Canada. So mm. it's a very different climate for him right now. Amazon yeah. probably does. I don't know if Amazon yeah. sells car parts, but I feel like they do. Yeah, it is a different climate up there. All that assisted suicide they got going on. Jeez. Well, that's a joke I got to edit out. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to leave my reaction to it in. So everyone's going to just have really no cute. idea what you just said. Oh, man. Why was he so mad? <laughs> I wasn't mad. Just surprised. <laughs> wow. Hey, man, uh, <laughs> these jokes don't tell themselves. <clears throat> Anything else going on with you besides the weather? I've got next week off, taking vacation. Very nice. So, as you can see behind me, I have cleared off most of that shelf, but um, I'm not going to pan my camera around the room. But uh, the only thing that's left in here is the desk I'm sitting at oh. and the computer that's on it and the chair I'm sitting in. So And? No, that's it. So, oh, okay. um, my goal is uh, next week, I do a little bit of work on Monday morning, which kind of sucks, but hey... You know, time, you know, double time. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get paid hourly and my vacation hours for that. But that's not uh, bad. No, I'm going to probably Monday, I'll be going to the hardware store, buying some drop cloths or tarps, taping it off against the walls. And then I'm going to be scraping this popcorn. So, Ooh, fun. Be, yeah. I actually find it really cathartic. I think we've talked about ASMR before. Like yeah, how yeah. It's not necessarily your bag, which I get. Um, but uh, there's just something like, oddly satisfying about scraping tiny little upside down mountains yeah and just watching them go the, just the one thing i've learned about scraping popcorn is that some popcorn is designed to be scraped while damp mm-hmm. like you spray it and some popcorn is meant to be scraped while dry and uh, you shouldn't you should just spray a small corner and see what it does before you commit to spraying the whole ceiling we don't have yeah. to get into how i know that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I I think that this stuff is um like cuz the first room I did it in was just our bathroom. I mm-hmm. sprayed it and I scraped it and it seemed to work really well. Okay. And then the second room I scraped popcorn in was our laundry room um and I couldn't find the sprayer, so I just went in 
It's, uh, I, I caught myself, but uh, I'm going to say it anyway. So I went in dry and uh, I, um, <laughs> and like, it just, it just peeled right off. And then huh. there's popcorn in my ceiling um, or in my kitchen. That's like flaking off already. Oh, that'll so, probably come right off then. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. I don't think it's been painted over, but I'm just not. It quite could just sure be yet. how you know, the age of it and the house yeah. and the kitchen. It might 80- get a little bit wet. You know. Yeah, the house uh, is built in '81. '81. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I when I moved into this house, I just paid a guy. <laughs> he yeah, did sure. everything but the garage. I was like, let's just get it done before I even move in. I'm not dealing with this. Had I been a more savvy homeowner, and had it not been because we we bought this house from the estate mm, of someone. That's right. And yeah. so had I, had I been more savvy and had it not been the first time I ever bought a home, I probably would have been smart enough to see if I could negotiate the contracting work oh, sure. in, but you know, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. No, fair <laughs> enough. So, fair enough. Yeah. You know, Next um, time. Yeah. Speaking of things I don't want to do, we watched a TV show for this week's episode. Uh, everyone already, like I, I realize every fourth or fifth episode that everyone already knows what we reviewed, but we like pretend to bury the lead every time, but people click on the episode, the title it has the name in it. Like it has yeah. the name of what we watched. And yeah. if you're watching it live on Twitch, which you probably aren't, then you see it in that title as well. Maybe we should, I'm just asking, should we remove the, t- the, what we watched the parentheses Willow TV series pilot from uh. this episode? I don't know. Or do you yet. think people only do you think people don't care about our clever titles and just click because they see Willow TV series pilot? Like on the episode? Yeah, yeah. Like, like on, on the episode like title. On their, like yeah, when they're looking the, at their podcatcher the, and they're like, Do I want to listen uh, to this? You know? I don't know, I don't man. Know. I I, I think we've 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 been um we've been doing it for so long, you know, that even even if they don't care. Yeah. yeah. I don't care that they don't care. Fair enough. <laughs> Sunk cost fallacy with our yeah. episode titles. We watched yeah. <laughs> The American Fantasy Adventure television series based on and serving as a sequel to the 1988 film of the same name, Willow. This is on uh, Disney Plus. I believe episodes are still airing of it. We review, uh, typically when we review television, we only watch the pilot episode and then judge based on first impressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I love, there was a couple, there were a couple of different kind of title arts or posters, but I actually really like this one. There's a lot going on. I like that it looks like it's painted. I'm sure it's some sort of digital art or what have you, but I, I really like it. It does, however, have the typical blue and orange opposing oh, yeah. colors. Right? Of course, <laughs> right why on, not? Of yeah. course. And um, I don't I don't know if he has long hair, but you know what? We'll, we're going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. Let's, let's get some facts out of the way. Okay. <sighs> Willow, the TV series, is sitting at a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb. With uh, just shy of 10,000 ratings, the blurb reads, 20 years after vanquishing the wicked queen Bavmorda, the sorcerer Willow Ufgood, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name, leads a group of misfits on a dangerous rescue mission into the unknown. Now, the actual first episode that we watched, called The Gales, uh, has a rating of 6.5, uh, with 1,500 ratings. Tyr Aslan receives an important delegation from Galadorn, but a sudden attack by the mysterious Gales prompts Queen Sorsha to seek help from an old friend. Interesting uh, thing to note about this is the 
<laughs> every episode thus far, this is the lowest rated episode, 6.5. Uh, I think it shares that with episode two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, everything mm-hmm. else is higher than that, while the overall series is sitting at that uh, that 5.2. So it just goes to show you that looking up episode ratings in IMDb is a worthless endeavor. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, have you looked at this yet, Chris? On Rotten Tomatoes? No, I have not. Okay, before you look, don't look, don't look. What looking. do you think the the critic like tomato meter is? Uh, uh, give me a guesstimate. Give me. I'll give you a range of ten. Eighty eighty percent. Eighty percent. Okay. And what do you think the user scores are? Oh, third. I'm I'm a conservative negative estimate. I think would be thirty percent, but it's probably like in if if it's not in the teens, it's in the early twenties. So what's like twenty? Yeah. Okay. Eighty five and twenty six. Nailed it. <laughs> Critics' consensus, expanding on the saga while leaving plenty of room for callbacks to the original, this series-length sequel should satisfy fans who've been patiently waiting for more Willow. Uh, I don't think that critics' consensus uh, matches that audience score at all, Uh, but uh, it is sitting at 85% tomato meter, 26% audience score. Metacritic uh, has it sitting at 70% which might be the highest meta score we've ever had. We'll actually have to like do some research on that. A user score of 1.3, overwhelming dislike based on 86 reviews. 63% of Google users like this TV show. I think more people liked Angels Fallen on Google than they liked <laughs> Willow the TV series. So I guess I guess I would say and if what's what's odd is if you look at the Willow TV series wikipedia page and look at reception it only mentions the positive critic reception oh, sh- from sure. rotten tomatoes and metacritic nothing about the, the anything else uh, which is an interesting choice that they made over like generally favorable or over overwhelmingly favorable as far as critics are concerned mixed to very much hated as far as the the audience is concerned and uh i feel like this is what the people the people need us, Chris, because we are not really the target audience and we're not quite critics of a professional level. And so we're kind of that nice in-between voice that people are going to be coming to us, especially mm. for Willow, to know mm. if they should like it or not. <laughs> well, <laughs> Or should watch it to begin with. One last thing. <laughs> yes, Chris. Uh, the, the Willow rating breakdown. We didn't really talk about it. No, we didn't. Twenty-six point eight percent of the votes, one star. And you're you're talking about on IMDb, on IMDb, the the series in general, Mm -hmm. one star, one star, twenty-six point eight median score overall of five. Yeah. Well, we can get into it a little bit later. I'd rather not read most of those reviews. I already know what a lot of them are going to complain about. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, pretty heavy, pretty (laughs) heavy. It's pretty heavily weighted. Yeah. Yeah. Before we dive into our our first impressions, when's the last time you saw the original movie? Oh, this year. Oh, okay. You rewatched it this year. Yeah. Like, did you rewatch I, it in preparation for this, or is it just no, a lucky no, coincidence? No, no, no. I I I love the Willow movie. In fact, okay. I love the Willow movie so much that in an effort, because for a long time before Disney bought Disney or before Disney started Disney Plus and started buying up movie studios and production companies, uh, the rights to this movie were kind of in limbo. Like you couldn't really? really find it. Yeah. And so like you couldn't buy it on DVD unless you like got really, really lucky on eBay. And so I used to have a search saved on eBay really? for Willow Blu-ray and, one, okay. and it popped up once and I'm not proud to admit how much money I spent on it <laughs> and I won't, 
Um, no, but tell I bought. Us. Give, uh, give me a, uh, give me a range. It's, yeah, it's more than fifty, less than a hundred. Um, oh, okay, I okay. That's but, not what um, I was expecting. Yeah, it's still not proud enough. Still not proud about it. Um, but no, so I I own it. I own a physical copy. Nice. Uh, and then they eventually did put it on Disney Plus, which is nice. I mean, I guess because um, you have not, you did not watch the movie, right? Oh well, that, I was burying the lead on that, but yeah, I've never seen this movie. I don't okay. need to now because the opening pilot goes over the plot with a narration of the movie, so I feel like I, I've seen it. You know? No, you should. Wa- no, you, you, you should no, watch I, it. <laughs> I feel like I've already seen it, and so no, 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 no. It's 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 worth watching on its own merits, regardless of your feelings about the show. Um, it's a really good adventure movie. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like I know what happens. You know, it's been spoiled. So sure. Uh, but no. So we're coming at this from from two different angles, right? You have been a big fan of the original film. Me never having seen it. Um, if we don't have a third person who hated the original film, I don't know if I want to meet someone who hates a film from 1988 so much they'd come on a podcast just to talk about how much they hate it. But. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so do you want me to start? Do you want to start? How do we want to? Uh, I'll, I'll give you my initial thoughts and opinions. Okay. I, I can really sum it up in just kind of three words. Fun, but flawed. Okay. I And I'll be completely honest. Like I wasn't really under the impression that this was going to be a well-received show from the people. Critic reviews are critic reviews. I'm not going to get into the complicated like situation that is critic reviews because I think that there's no one that like like there's no way that everyone's going to agree right like we've we've had mm-hmm. this discussion mm-hmm. not just with television shows not just with movies but also with video games comics books well whatever, like yeah. well, a, a prime example are the call of duty games from about 2011 probably 2012 up into 2017 like that six or seven year stretch where they were just pumping out these crap games and people were like we don't want to play these games because they're terrible but for some reason, a lot of people were buying them because, you know, not everyone reads user scores, right? But, sure. like, you know, they were getting, like, 8.9s and, like, sure. and, and, and 9.4s from, um, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> You know the game game journalism, and this isn't this is going to be a Gamergate thing. I'm not even going to mention that, but like I I I do know for a fact that there are some companies that pay to play, right? And sure. so they 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 will pay review sites and reviewers to give positive reviews, and then they will intentionally bury and attack people that give negative reviews. Like Jason Schreier wrote a fantastic article about Bioware um, and Anthem and how they like. Like we're targeting people that were speaking negatively about their game and intentionally going after them. So I don't necessarily know if I agree with the IMDb rating of 5.2. Mm-hmm. I for sure do not agree with 26.9 per, I'm sorry, 26.8% of those votes being a one. Like, come on. <laughs> like, is, is it a, I mean, is it a six? Probably. This is probably a six. Like, okay. and if, and like maybe after four or five episodes, I'll maybe give it a six and a half. Maybe I'll drop it down to a five and a half. I don't know. Have you watched more than the one episode? No, just the pilot. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're doing. We're just judging it on the, on pilot. the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of world building expectations is what it gives you when you first, you know, start it up. I think it does a pretty good job. Um, we can talk about my issues with the world building after you give your initial thoughts and opinions. But yeah, I mean, fun but flawed. Okay, interesting. Well, allow me to retort. Sure. This show's pretty bad. I had a hard time finishing the episode. 
You sent me a text that said the show is cringe. It's very cringe. I <laughs> I don't think I've ever described somebody some something as just cringe before. Like I've said, oh, that's pretty cringy, like behavior or something. But uh, <laughs> but this show's bad. This show is is not a five point two. It's a solid four. And I think uh, three and a half out of those four points are from the visuals. The effects are great. The costuming is great. Uh, I like the sets a whole lot. I enjoyed the big sweeping Lord of the Rings-esque landscape shots. It's very mm-hmm. beautiful. It's a very pretty show. The dialogue is trash. The delivery of that dialogue is on par with the dialogue, I guess. Like, I I, I don't... So some of these lines that I, I want to blame the actors for, I don't know how they could do them better. So I'm going to I'm gonna not blame the actors. I'm going to blame the writers, the producers, whoever greenlit the script and had these children talk the way they talk. And that's kind of why I mentioned earlier that we're not the target audience for this. I think the tar- target audience for this is 13-year-old kids who watch the Disney Channel. I feel like I could pull up a random Disney Channel movie on Disney Plus and get better writing, like more believable conversation. Just it's just everything about it. The way people talk to each other, the way I, I, I just I don't I will never enjoy a 15, 16 year old getting just I, I don't like if if she had talked to me the way that she talked to everyone around her, like I just I would have been very, very upset. I was upset Who? that no one was putting in her place. Oh, uh, the main, Who? the lead car- the lead actress, uh, Kit. Okay. I just, it was bad. Um, and then Ellie Bamber, or Bammer, I'm not sure if the B is silent or not there, B-A-M-B-E-R, who plays Alora. That might be a spoiler, I'm not sure. The cook, same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, just the way she talked about them, like, the, it felt like it was, they were trying too hard to appeal to teenagers. And that means it doesn't appeal to me because it's been a long time since I've been a teenager. There was not enough of a mix in the dialogue or the characters or whatever for it to be anything but aimed at that particular demographic, which is a bad idea in a show that is supposed to be a sequel to something that came out in 1988 that a lot of people our age, really, really our age and older, really, really like and re- might remember from their childhood. And might really enjoy and are really excited that they're going to do something else with it. And then they get this. I wish I had wrote down some of the actual dialogue as it was happening. It was, it was just, like I said, it was just cringy. I barely got through the first episode. The twist at the end of the first episode, I just didn't care. Like I just, just did not care. It's because you haven't seen the movie. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, well, they, I guess they were bearing, not bearing the lead, but they were... And we're going to spoilers in three, two, one. I feel like the character uh, Jade, played by Aaron Kellyman, who also was in, uh, sorry, that's my cameo corner uh, <laughs> entry. Uh, I love she was she in, you, uh, it's, it's not a cameo. Is it not a cameo? Uh, whatever. <laughs> no. She was also in uh, uh, Winter Soldier, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, uh, Captain America and Hawkeye, yeah. Yeah, Captain America and Hawkeye. And she was also in Solo. Yep. Which is, yeah, yeah. I mentioned the yeah. Captain America and Hawkeye because that's something we reviewed, but, but yeah. yeah, I feel like they kept kind of hinting that she was this princess or whatever that was going to bring, you know, whatever prophecy. And sure. so it was like, it was a little too heavy handed. I was like, Oh, it's not her. So, Oh, it has to be the blonde girl who's running off on her own. Like there's no one else that it can be. So when I say I didn't care, it was just like, yes, 
yes, that's that's how storytelling goes, I guess. Um, I don't want to. I want to make sure that I'm I'm being a little. I don't know. Overly clear. If you read a lot of the one star reviews that exist on IMDb or Metacritic or anywhere, they'll mention some of the things I just mentioned. And I want to just say that that's where the similarities end. I don't think it's a one star. I think there's definitely an audience for this. <laughs> I I definitely think, like I said, it's a solid four. I'll give it a solid four out of ten. Fair enough. Yeah, there's this is my um this is my favorite one star review that I've read so far. Um, Troll dung. That's what that's what the title is called. Mm. Pros: the visuals look great. Cons: the writing is Attack of the Clones meets CW. <laughs> yeah, the acting relies yeah. on the writing. The acting is bad. No consistency with the accent. The ch- the queen's children are weak, spoiled br- brats that we are to believe are the stuff of heroes. So the the rest of this kind of uh, whatever the, yeah. the script reads like a virtue signaling checklist. I I hate the term virtue signaling, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, maybe I'm one day sp- we can I'm we not going to spin that yarn we uh, can set aside an hour like a special episode that no one has to listen to they can skip if they want to or we can talk about that <laughs> but so um, I, I'm not going to counter these people's arguments because I'm not going to argue with people on the internet because they've made their choice they've made their decision mm. me random podcaster isn't going to sway anyone but no. I've got a few problems the writing is okay, and I say that this person reviewed no uh, on November thirtieth, twenty twenty two, which is when the first episode was released, right? Okay. So uh, they've only seen one episode. So have I. Yeah. So, well, well, sure. But saying that the writing is Attack of the Clones meets the CW, I think, is an insult to the CW. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Like I just I, I feel like people who say things like "Oh, it's just like a CW show." Like maybe they haven't watched enough CW shows, but not all of them have terrible writing and dialogue. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, we we like to talk about <laughs> Arrow. Uh, mostly, we like to talk about how man, it had a great first season and a pretty good oh, second yeah. season. But if you if you pick, uh, I want you when we get off when we get we get done and you go eat and after dinner and you're like I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna do whatever. Pick a random episode from season six. Of Arrow doesn't no, matter what to. it is. I don't have to because I watched season three. Oh, um, there you go. Yeah, it got worse. It got worse, Chris. When the when the League of Shadows arrived, I was like, okay, okay, what's going on here? No, just talking about the dialogue and the way that people talk to each other. For sure. Yeah, for sure. It's bad. Um, and in in this is my favorite complaint of this person's review: the the Queen's children are weak, spoiled brats that we are to believe are the stuff of heroes. You just described royal children. Like you literally just did, and maybe you missed the point of it, but all Queen's children are weak, spoiled brats who we are to believe are the stuff of heroes. In case no one remembers, the whole idea of kings and queens back in the day is that they were appointed to rule their countries by God. (laughs) (laughs) An invisible man in the sky came on down to some cardinal, some rabbi, some pope somewhere and said, hey, that mm-hmm. guy over there, mm-hmm. uh, William, he's from Normandy. He's going to rule England. Yep. And I'm God, and I said it's going to happen, right? <laughs> so already you've lost me. If that, if one of your sure. complaints is that, is that, that the, the people who have been pampered, served to, waited on, and were born with a silver spoon in their mouth and in their hands— 
consider like you would consider them spoiled like you just kind of ruined your argument there troll dung review guy now that being said i do think you are correct in a small manner the way that kit was talking to people at a party like that's problematic but i've seen plenty of movies where a prince or a princess is straight up acting a fool in front of their king or queen parent and then nothing really happens in front of other people because you can't you can't show that division sure sure to the commoners right but, yeah but but as an audience sure we we can right, absolutely right, right, right. peer into the meeting afterwards where she gets berated it's not, it is not like the her the way she was acting at the party was a bit much but i and i i understand the situation she's in that she doesn't want to be in and how little control she feels over everything that's happening to her. Everything's kind of been laid out for her. She's going to marry this guy. This is going to happen next and then next. And, and she's uh, rebelling, rebelling in a big way. And I completely understand that there are better ways of showing it. Oh no. And yeah, I, I'm not, and yeah. I'm, now I'm going to shift a little bit into talking about uh, Miss Ruby Cruz who plays uh, this character, Kit the princess, not a good casting. Okay. I think that as much as I have a lot of problems with the dialogue and the script, I think a better actress would have sold it better. Oh, we just reviewed Wednesday, mm-hmm. a movie about a 14, 15, or excuse me, a television show, also on Disney Plus, about a Netflix. 14, or, is it on Disney Plus? Netflix. Netflix. My bad. My bad. Also straight to stream. There you, I saved it. Uh, same age, thinks she's better than everyone is better than everyone in a lot of ways, but uh, Jenna Ortega sells that character. And I know that character is a lot more neurotic and fringe than, uh, than Kit here, the fantasy princess, but they're still both fantasy characters, right? They're larger than life characters in, in universe and out of universe. They're larger than life characters. And it's just so jarring to go from Wednesday. I don't know if you like the show or not, it's well acted and her dialogue was, delivered well and then you go to willow where it, it i just didn't i didn't like her and sure and it, like i'm trying to i guess be more specific it's not that i just didn't like her as a person i thought she wasn't written well i thought that she wasn't acted well there's a lot of just staring a lot of just the same look on her face and i just was wanting something more somebody sure. needed to put her in her place and you know and i've only seen the first episode maybe somebody does put her in her place Maybe somebody does humble her at some point, but it should have happened in episode one. (laughs) Yeah, like, uh, I agree. Like, I think acting is a big part of the problem, at least in the first episode. Um, I do want to give a highlight to Tony Revoluri, Revoluri, who played a character named Graydon Hastor, a.k.a. Flash, Mm. from uh, the Spider-Man films, Flash Thompson, actually. Yeah. I thought he did a pretty good job. I mean, he's, you know, like he he's he's kind of static. He's one-dimensional in a way. He just kind of stands there. He tries playing a flute and he gets yelled at for playing a flute. Like that was that like was, yeah. My my biggest problem with Kit is is not necessarily that she's a poorly written or poorly acted character. Um and it goes beyond like the fact that she's a princess and she's a spoiled brat. Like when, when she's like yelling at him for busting out the flute. And then she like looks around like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no one says anything. And they all just kind of like look down, you know, Hey, maybe I liked it when he was playing the flute. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, why did anyone say that? Like, that's kind of weird. And that's why like, it's hard to know exactly where the problem is. 
Yeah. But e- especially what's his face? Um, do do do. Thraxus, the yeah. whatever the prisoner that's helping them so he can get a pardon. Thraxus Borman. Yeah. yeah. The names in this show are fantastic, by the way. Uh, Thraxus Borman, Jade Claymore, Graydon Haster. I feel like he would have said something. Like somebody would have said something. Uh, that's a that's a good call out. I don't want to just beat this horse to death. I think it's dead already. I would give somebody the point. I would cede a little bit of my uh, my stance to the fact that I don't think this show is made for mid late thirties dudes. <laughs> like I really, I think it's made for that fourteen oh, to twenty year old no, demographic. This, yeah, this and is so a, it's this a tween show. Yeah, it's a tween show, which. Okay, so maybe I'm coming at it from the wrong angle. I I wasn't prepared for that. Um, the original Willow, what was that? Do do do. 1988. 1988. It's a PG Val Kilmer, Warwick, Warwick Davis fantasy film from you know, written by George Lucas, directed by Ron Howard. I guess I was expecting something slightly more highbrow. Like I was expecting. Yeah. I was expecting it to be decent. Um, as it is, it's the second worst fantasy film or fantasy television series we've reviewed uh, when on this ever, like ever, on this, ever on this uh, <laughs> podcast. I think What's we've only, first? I think we've only reviewed three fantasy TV shows that I can think of. No four uh, letter to the King letter to the King rings um, of power, rings of power, wheel of time, wheel of time, willow. Yeah. There was one in between there. Um, was there? I'm looking the list. through, I'm going to look through the, uh, the schedule here. Mm-mm. No, no. I feel like we were, we watched back to back fantasy shows with Letter to the King, uh, uh, Bone, Fire and Bone, mm, Fire Fire and Bone or something. I, that sounds uh, familiar. Yeah, yeah, Is that the yeah, one yeah, with yeah, like, yeah. The, like, like the like magic? the magic yeah, 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 yeah. Like and there were yes, all the Avatar references that I didn't get. Yeah, there was like the giant barrier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty. I, okay. I, I I I tossed you a couple softballs and you never you never hit them. You know I. I I knew what they Shadow were. Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone, there you go. I knew what they were. You yeah. actually really liked that show. I remember you kept no, trying to get me to watch the rest of it. Yeah, that's no, a lot of fun. I just think at the time I didn't have time. Pacific Rim, The Black, eh, it's not fantasy. That's not fantasy. No, I it think that, sucks. that Willow's not as bad as Wheel of Time, for sure, because it's still made well. Uh, and I, I obviously don't know how, I assume it does a good job with the source material as far as the, the world building and the lore, but I really don't know. Uh, I mean, they are making it up on the spot, so it's kind of difficult to say whether or not that's good or bad. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, like that's the thing is like it. Like, is Warrior Nun a fantasy show? No, no. I, it, um, maybe in the strict sense, but in this this type of fantasy, yeah, 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 I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, like, and that's the thing is like I agree with a lot of the criticisms. Like, I really do. Mm-hmm. when the guy says that there's no consistency with accents like i mean is that is that really a criticism i mean it's a made-up world where you know there's a there's people that can turn into eagles or vultures or whatever it is that they can turn into <laughs> you know what i mean like like yeah. is it like is it that big of a deal that not everyone has the same accent is it weird that when we're in space and um we are at 47 minutes and nine seconds when everyone <laughs> On, on an Imperial Star Destroyer, for whatever reason, has a British accent. Well, like, I mean, how we, come there's never any German accents, right? That's a little That's a little on the nose, isn't it? Shirt, Belgian, <laughs> <laughs> French, <laughs> Russian. Like, I mean, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to nitpick mm-hmm. <laughs> anything, for me, it would I would nitpick, like, when they're on the horses 
riding away from the people that are shooting at them with arrows. And then there's that weird, it almost seemed like the film was out of sync with the rest of the action, but the special effects were so bad that uh, Jade was able to like dodge an arrow that should have hit her, but she like By slowed back down on the horse. Yeah. Yeah. But she slowed down in real time. And I was like, that didn't look right. It didn't look good at all. No, I will push back a little bit on how you didn't like how um, Dove or Ellie Bamber was actually spoilers in three, two, one, Alora Dannon. I feel like they were pushing Kit. Like, that's how I felt. Oh, really? I felt that Kit was going to be Allure Dannon. No, my money was on Jade, and then I realized that it was it was too obvious. Well, here's the deal. Uh, since you didn't watch the movie, you don't know that Allure Dannon is a, is a white, blonde-haired mm. child. <laughs> I mean, I, lots of kids are blonde when they're born, and then end up darker-haired later on, so. Trust me, I know. Um, but, like, Eric, her brother, like, he definitely seems like Val Kilmer's son. I, I didn't. I didn't really see the thing with Jade. If you watch the, if you paid attention to the opening narration, it's like, yeah, we. Um, I hit her away, so she doesn't even know who she is, right? Exactly. And, and exactly. but but then they're gonna be like, all right, cool, Jade, you're gonna be a knight, and I'm gonna send you off, and you're gonna fight enemies, and you're I gonna guess die in battle. That's well, that's what tipped me off. Like she's gonna be the first female knight, is what they alluded to, and so it's like, okay, why would they make this excuse for her? Is she really that awesome? Um, or I, I mean, are they just progressing, you know, in sure. their fantasy <laughs> uh, world? They're so, yeah, that's yeah. the virtue signaling right there. Right there. Like, yes. Or is it because she's special in some way? And I thought, oh, it's because she's special in some way. And the queen seems yeah. to take, uh, like, talk to her almost as an equal. Like, say, she talks to Jade the same way she talks to Kit, maybe even with a bit more respect. Sure. So that that's kind of where I was at with that. But you're right. No, I gotcha. I hadn't seen the original, so who the heck was I? I don't know. No, I I I thought they were shooting for Kit, and then I think I I think I realized that who she actually was is like when she was when she made the food, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, "It's phenomenal." Oh, it's still it's phenomenal. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and then I thought back to when she's making out with Eric, and he's like, "Ooh, you make me tingly." on the inside like i've never felt this way about a girl and i was like i was like "Eh, that makes sense it should be a little okay yeah i don't know like i said i don't think it's necessarily a great show i wouldn't even go as far as to say that it's good Mm. it's fun like i mean i had fun watching it yeah like i really did like like just the throwbacks to um, tears lean that's fun the fact that val kilmer isn't in this really upsets me but i understand he's got his own issues no, I thought it was a. I thought it was. A, I do have an entry for Cameo Corner, though. Okay. Queen Sorsha. And yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm throwing out a main character for Cameo Corner. And the reason why I'm throwing her out for Cameo Corner is Joanna Whaley was in a movie a long, long, long time ago. It came out in the, I believe it was the early 90s, late 80s, called The Man Who Knew Too Little. Hmm. Uh, she stars opposite 1997, um, Bill Murray. In one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my entire life, Bill Murray thinks that he's um, an actor on a TV show. It's great. Uh, but she was also in the 1985 television show, Edge of Darkness, as oh. Emma Craven. Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, I mean, she's been in a couple things. Not a whole lot. Didn't have the career that I think she should have had. I think she's pretty talented. Um, but, you know, 84 credits is a lot of credits. It is. So. It is. The man who knew too little. Did the Spies Like Us podcast do that? Or no, they did both of the uh, the man who knew too much, I think. I don't think they did the yeah, man who the knew, man too, knew little. too little. Like, it, it isn't necessarily a spy movie. There are spy elements in mm-hmm. it. But yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, interesting. Cool. I should pitch it to them. You should. 
How do I use Twitter these days? Uh, it's the same. Like the only difference is you get more bot <laughs> spam. Um, <laughs> but it is what I'm, it is. I'm you know? not turning on notifications, Elon. Yeah, no, not at all. Okay. Overall, I think we have a little bit of a mild disagreement. I think I think we agree on everything, but the severity of the the cons, I think, is where are the the difference is. And I think you agree with everything I'm saying, just not to the severity of which I'm saying it. Yeah, I I, I mean, I just like I just like I think it's just better than average. Sure, barely. I think it's below average, solidly. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, so I want to ask you if you, Chris, what's up, buddy? Do you have an idiot of the pilot? Um, it might be, honestly, it might be the security guards who are assigned to both Kit and Eric Thanthalos, which is weird. That's that's their name would be. Because um, they just have like free roam in the castle, mm. right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so when they're under attack, why... Now, I, I get why they couldn't immediately run to Kit's aid because she's running around you know, making out with um, Jade. But Kit or Eric is in his room. Mm-hmm. He leaves his Why, room. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, but he's in his room. And there's no the guards starts. outside. Yeah. Where are the guards? You know what I mean? Like, e- even if, even if like all, like, if, you know, uh, all hands on deck, you know, everyone to battle stations or whatever, like, like there's no like bodyguards following them around the castle at all times. You know what I mean? Well, like, there's, it's, are, there's been are, peace are, their entire life. And? Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, <laughs> she had the queen has a bodyguard. That's true. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I just I don't get it. I don't like. Uh, okay, I changed my mind. Uh, queen Source is the idiot for not having bodyguards there for you go. kids. How about that? There you go. Yeah. I'll allow it. Are you going to say Ron Howard to be your idiot? Why would I? Because he produced the show. <laughs> he produced it, <laughs> but the creator of the show is the one Jonathan Caston. I don't know. Do I just put Kathleen Kennedy on on the list? We've we've had so many opportunities to do so and we haven't. Like I wanna you know, say it's Kit because she just has no there's no nuance. Like she's supposed to be a, she's a future ruler and she yeah. has one emotion, one mode, right? There's just she's no bad. there's nothing else. And if there's supposed to be something else, Ruby Cruz didn't convinced me <laughs> there was supposed to be something else uh so no i'm gonna put it on jonathan caston uh for for yeah. getting it done i i just i feel like willow is such a great property to put on disney plus and to make it a tv show like all of that on paper is so good uh, and you want to make it about the next generation and they're going on and continuing a quest that that relates to everything else like that's that's awesome way to expand on everything and then you made it a tween drama with a one-dimensional lead character and I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and as far as... <laughs> Did you see that thing that I sent you? No, I don't. I, I didn't. Let me see. Yeah. That's the, the that's the movie poster that you should show. Oh, yeah. I have that up, actually. The Willow movie poster here. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Just keep scrolling, though. <laughs> why Why would I keep scrolling? Because some of them... There's another movie poster in there that doesn't look good. Oh. But, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, spoilers. Oh wow. That's that's great. Love it. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about, Chris? Any other clothing closing remarks? Do you want to cast KG in this film or this show? I you know, I wouldn't do him the disgrace <laughs> of casting him in this. Uh I think if you were gonna cast him in it, 
Uh, you would cast him as, and I'm trying to find the character's name because I lost it. You'd cast him as Fake Willow. Oh, the elf that they come across. Um, He's not an elf. I thought they were. I thought he was an. El- I thought that Willow was an no. elven wizard. No. Oh no. They said that in the show. I promise they did. Hold He's on, an elf. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. A Nelwyn sorcerer. Yeah, maybe not. I could have sworn they called him an elf at the very beginning of the uh, of nope. like the little intro. Whatever. Nope. Well, what is is he just a dude? They're Nelwins. Okay, Nelwins. AKA Hobbit. AKA Pex. All right. Anyways, the uh, the Nelwyn dude who pretended to be Willow for a minute, Kelsey Grammer, with some uh, trick photography. Fair enough. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I I, ha- I have him as a um, executive producer. <laughs> It just, I have him replacing one Jonathan Caston. Oh, man, man, I didn't know that was an option. That, that's a whole new horizon when it comes to Kelsey Grammer castings. I mean, you could you could say wow. that he's. Um, oh, I could do one better. Maybe he's maybe he's the guard that goes with them. How right? about and he. Like he's is yeah. he? Are you gonna say he's Val Kilmer's character? No, like, no, I was gonna Mad say Monaghan? he's he's uh, an acting coach on set. Oh, <laughs> stupid kids! <laughs> deep, it goes deep. Oh man! Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, I with how split this show is uh, between the critics and audience, and a little bit of split between me and you, I'm eager to hear what everyone else has to say uh, if you have an opinion differing or just the same and you want to share it anyways you can email us sci-fi wise guys at gmail.com uh, you can also hit us up on twitter and or instagram at sci-fi wise guys uh, you can dm us their dms are open or you can just add us and put your opinions out there for the world yeah stay healthy stay hydrated and uh don't hide people from who they are it's a bad idea be true to yourself yeah pay the Read Oedipus. Don't lie to people. Don't lie to people. Bye, guys. That's the message. Don't lie to people. <laughs> as soon as you said, as long as we're on the same page, I accidentally clicked something that like took me... Like way down the page or whatever, you know how you know what I mean? Nope. I clicked something on the page and it navigated me way like off of the main time that is and down no, until no, I, no, no, I get you. I'm, yeah, sorry. It was more like I've never made a mistake. So oh yeah, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>